Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson. And Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. Get ready. It's going to be a chatty episode. We are going to be playing accountability buddies for each other. We're Mm. taking a look back at the goals we set at the beginning of 2023. Remember (laughs) that. We're going to do a check-in since we're technically at the end of quarter one. So buckle in, prepare for some honest conversations, some good, some bad, but we are going to be completely vulnerable here. So just, you know, judgment-free zone. I'm going to try to procrastinate by stretching out this TSH as long (laughs) as possible. So here's a TSH from Melissa. Melissa says, first, thank you for all your help the past two years on helping me become more productive, not only as a teacher, but in my personal life as well. Your podcast is always a great way to help me stay in the mindset of being my best teacher self. One hurdle that I cannot get over are meetings for students. It's always a pre-meeting, the actual meeting, a debrief, and a follow-up. I always have all the things that I need to discuss ready to go, but it always seems like someone needs to catch my ear for one thing after after another member in the meeting goes way off topic and prolongs. I do my best to try to reel it in, but I don't run the meeting, so I don't want to step on any toes. Then following up with things that I need to do after and of course the uh, you know the after meeting, the continuing of the meeting after the actual meeting, better known as the complaint session or as I like to make it the the possible solutions discussion. Of course, all this eats away at my prep time as I feel like I'm a productive and ready. How do I squish the reactive discussion so that I can get back to my power list and teaching? Thank you so very much. Mm, okay. First of all, Melissa, thank you so much for all of your kind words at the beginning. And just know, I think almost everyone, unfortunately, can relate to this TSH. Mm -hmm. I know personally, I had flashbacks to specific meetings that we had to attend for students. And this is exactly what happened. So it sounds like you are doing pretty much everything in your control in order to make the meeting productive and efficient in terms of having all of your things ready to go. At the end of the day, you can only control so much and you cannot control what other people do. So it sounds like within the actual meeting and it getting off topic, you're doing the best that you can. And at the end of the day, there might be certain things that you have to just let go. The only advice I would give is more so related to that whole like complaining session that happens afterward. Mm And I love that you're giving possible solutions because y'all know Bridget and I are team solution when it comes to problems rather than just complaining. But it almost sounds like you might need to put your foot down. And after the meeting ends, if, you know, teachers are coming into your room to complain or you need to just separate yourself from the situation. And it can be as simple as saying, hey, I have some things I have to get done. I'll talk to you later. And you just get yourself out of there so that you can go and get your things done. And if that means doing your prep time somewhere different than what you would where you would normally do it in order to avoid those conversations, then, you know, prepare to be able to do that. Can you find a a quiet space somewhere else that you can go and get work done? And basically you can just kind of scurry away there. Um, I know that's easier said than done, fully aware of that. But at the end of the day, if you feel like it's really eating away at your planning time and you're recognizing that as an issue, then control what you can control and let go of the rest. But it sounds like you might need to have just kind of a hard conversation to be like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, I, I've got things I've got to get done. 
Bridget, what are your thoughts? I mean, I agree with everything that you said. I am very much that person that is like, I'm so sorry. I really need to go and get a couple of things done. And I will excuse myself. Sometimes I don't even say anything and I get up and I just walk out. (laughs) So that is my personality. And I think that is one of the best things to, to do. I know you said you have a ton of different meetings. I wonder, and I know you don't run the, the meeting itself, but sometimes if I really want to keep the meeting focused, I would come in and I would say, hey, I only have 10 minutes mm-hmm. and then I have some things that I need to do. So come in, put that time on everyone first thing. So that way everybody realizes, oh, we only have a few more minutes. And then I would say, hey, if I have any follow-up questions or if you have follow-up questions, please feel free to email me and I'll try to get back to you as soon as possible. And then I just excuse myself because at the end of the day, I mean, we can't dilly-daddle. I'm not a dilly-daddler. I'm not here for that. So it's like I keep things snappy and I don't think you're stepping on people's toes when you're doing that. I think you're making people recognize that your time is valuable and that you have things that you need to get done and that this is not the only thing on your list for the day. And there's nothing wrong with that. So don't feel as though you can't come in and put that time on a meeting right from the very beginning. And let's be honest, if you do bring it up, I guarantee you there are other people that feel the exact Mm -hmm. same way that you do. You're not the only one. And whether you bring it up at the meeting or if this is an ongoing issue and maybe it seems like there's like too many meetings go to your admin with a plan to be like, hey, you know, I've noticed this is an issue. Here's what I'm thinking we could do instead. Like, don't just go to them and complain, right? As you mentioned, like have solutions ready, but they might be willing to like try it. And again, there are probably other teachers that have had the same thoughts. So yeah, you're not alone. Okay. Moving on to this episode, let's just start by saying this is one of those episodes we were kind of dreading because it it means being completely vulnerable. But we have shared before that we're not perfect. And we have people say to us all the time, like, I don't know how you do it all and blah, blah, blah. And we're always like, but we don't. don't. (laughs) I do think this is a good opportunity for y'all to see that we definitely don't always have it all together. We don't always stick to what we say we're going to do. We're trying to always be better, but just like you, we're learning and growing. So just go into this with an open mind. Please don't judge us too much. Okay. Thank you. We love you. Okay. So as we mentioned at the very beginning, we're going to take a look back at some of the goals that we set in for the year in episode 158, tackling the year ahead. What are our plans, or I read that wrong, what our plans are. (laughs) So here's the thing. In our defense, we are recording this in February. So we still have a little bit of time. We could make this happen, Michelle. I mean, I I feel like it's all right, whatever. I'm not going to be doom and gloom here. I need to manifest the positivity in me. You need to put your positive pants on, right? (laughs) Michelle, (laughs) you know what's funny is Trent always tells me that whenever I'm doom and gloom, he's like, you need to put your positive pants on. I'm like, if you say that to me one more time, (laughs) we are going to have a problem. (laughs) So um, it is a really good idea just to check um, prior to when you plan to have this done so that you can just make some of those adjustments as we go along. So here we go, Michelle. You ready? Yeah, I was going to say for each one of these, we're going to share like what we said we were going to do in that episode. And then we'll share the reality of like where we're actually at. But again, keep in mind, technically, we still have like a month and 10 days. So no pressure. Okay, We have a while. We do. No pressure. No pressure. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to start with what we previously said 
about where we want to be by the end of the year. This is kind of our overarching goal for 2023. So in reality, we have tons of time left for this. Yes. For teaching on the devil. Did that come out as devil? I almost feel like it came out of my mouth as teaching on the devil. Okay. I feel like it said double. Maybe it just, I'm hearing things. Teaching on the devil. We said we want to offer more workshops and be able Uh to connect more with our audience. Bridget, you personally said what? Really just focusing on building and developing more within the community to help support literacy teachers for upper elementary. Nice. Okay. Okay. Michelle said to not be as stagnant, meaning I want or need kind of a new avenue. And one idea I had with that was like building out my website as a resource. So we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to kind of share where we're at with those things. Again, keeping in mind, it's only February. So we got some time. Bridget, do you ever feel like you're a hamster running on a wheel? Oh my gosh, all the time. (laughs) I feel like everyone has a traumatic hamster story, but that's for another day. I do feel like we all go through those times where we're just kind of, you know, in a rut. Yes, you're absolutely right. Whenever I feel stuck in a rut, I love to try something new. So if you're listening to this and you haven't tried digital planning yet, this is your sign. Cue the song, I Saw the Sign. I'll Mm -hmm. spare you from listening to my horrible singing, but we have free digital planner samples you can download on our website. You can head over to teachingonthedouble.com forward slash store and then click on the purple box that says, try our digital planner for free. From there, you can choose the Google Slides or tablet format and have it sent to your email right away. But if you love it, you can always come back and purchase the full version with all the dated templates. But this is a great way to try it out risk-free. Now, back to the episode. Okay, so now we are back. We are going to jump into um, the reality of where we are... (laughs) When it comes to some of the things that we've said for where we want to be for the end of the year, right? Again, this Mm -hmm. is end of the year. So we're thinking really, really big picture. So really what we want to focus on is are we already starting to take some of those small steps to help us get to that point? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So teaching on the double. Are we in that path? And I laugh because I'm nervous. Okay, let's just lay it out there. All right. All right. Here we, we go. We have become very stagnant <clears throat> with teaching on the double. And we have. Y'all probably don't see that, but on our end, like we have this routine of when we outline episodes, when we record mm-hmm. them, when we release planners, all of that mm-hmm. is very routine. And that is great. Yes. We have not yet taken steps to like expanding and within the workshops and connecting with our audience and whatnot. However, I'm going to also put a kind of caveat that in this season of life that we are both right. in this first quarter, we are very like book focused and we'll come yes. back to that because I know it's going to come up later, but I think that has been consuming a lot of our time. And so we just haven't had the opportunity with Teach on the Double, but we did have a conversation, what, about a week ago about like where we kind of want to go with things. So yeah, that's a little did, step. I- I do think so. Like we we did sit down and just really look at where we are with teaching on the double. What do we envision with it? Because I mean, let's just 
put out everything. Like in reality, we have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, you're presenting more. You you are working with developing a lot of things for brand new teachers and going into school districts, you know, creating some of these important resources that you've been sell- putting out there. I have been still teaching, you know, so I'm in the classroom every day and that's like a whole thing of it in and of itself. But then, you know, I'm taking on this new project of really helping to support my district with curriculum. And then on yeah. top of that, I'm doing the community and it's just, it's, there's it's a, a lot. lot. Yeah. And so when you take that and you put teaching on the double there, I do feel like just going back to what you said, it's that season of life where I feel like teaching on the double just kind of fell to the wayside. Like it's just, we're just kind of holding off on it right mm-hmm. now. I do think one, we love it. We mm-hmm. enjoy working with each other. You know, we love the the topic. We think the topic is important and it's valuable to teachers. It's just figuring out like where do we want to go? How far do we want to go? Because right now it doesn't seem like our seasons of life are slowing down on the other side. Right. They're only speeding up, which is kind of nerve wracking. Wrecking? Racking? What do you say? Nerve wracking? Nerve wracking. Nerve wracking. That's yeah. what I meant. Um, and I think you just made a really good point where you said it's something that we love. And I think it is important to keep that in mind because I don't ever want teaching on the double to become something that feels like a job or feels stressful because we're putting certain parameters and pressures on ourselves with it. I'm okay with it being kind of this passion project that we truly, we put out content because we love it. And Mm. at the end of the day though, like it does take time and we just have to kind of balance that and decide how much time we're willing to put in and and what do we get out of it. It's interesting because I had someone recently, I can't remember if it was a YouTube comment or an email or something, but they were asking about like, oh, can you share about like your podcast and like how you make money from it? And I just had to laugh because (laughs) I'm like, y'all, we don't make money from the podcast yet. We spend a lot of hours, you know, working on it. Um, But it's, again, something that we love. And obviously we have these other products that we do promote on the podcast. So you could Mm -hmm. say it's like a marketing tool for that. But like the actual podcast, I would say is our most time consuming aspect. And we don't make money from it. It's just something that like we love to be able to connect on and be able to share. So I think... I think we're both in the same realm of like, we know we need to, to make decisions. It's just a matter of like, we need things to slow down enough that we feel like we can make those decisions. I know. I know. And guys, listen, teaching on the double, I don't think teaching on the double isn't going to go away. No, okay? no, 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 I, no, like, no. It's definitely not going to go away. <laughs> like the podcast is going to live on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because yes. I think more than anything, if we got rid of anything, I feel like everything else around us would go away except for the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We love the podcast is the one thing that I think I genuinely under I like I love doing minus when we have to record five of them in one session, which is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> I love doing it. Yes. And I love being able to look back and even going back and listening to like our early episodes and seeing how much we've grown since I then. I think it's a really good tool. And so. I feel like we learn so much from each other mm-hmm. because we have such different lives. Lives, mm-hmm. you and I, that yep. it just, it's such a beautiful, um, I guess, team. And I think a lot of teachers out there, if, you know, they're not able to connect with me, they might be able to connect with you a little bit more or vice versa. And I right. think that's very, very powerful. And that's not something that is available out there for teachers to be able to go back and look at and say, okay, how can I help myself here? So I love the podcast. The podcast is not going to go away. I agree. And I think... You know, I have found recently 
and this goes with all education, right? You think you learn something, but then you go to articulate it to someone and suddenly you're like, I okay, I don't understand this as well as I thought I did. Recently, right. I've been watching these. Um, it's on Netflix. It's called Explained. It's by Vox. And they're like these little Ooh. mini documentaries. They're like 20 to 25 minutes each. And they're on like okay. random topics like dogs. Okay. But I've been like watching them and kind of had them on in the background. And it's funny because Billy will come home from work and I'll go to tell him about, oh, here's what I learned from it. And as I start speaking, I'm like, oh, I should probably go back and watch it again because I don't think I have as good of an understanding as I thought I did. And so what I yeah. love is our podcast is an opportunity for us to talk through things and it deepens mm-hmm. our understanding of the topics and things that we share about. And I really enjoy yeah. that aspect. I do too. I love okay. it. Okay. All right. Your turn. Okay. So here's my reality. I think at the moment, (laughs) um, there are a lot of things that are really consuming me. A book launch is going to be one. And I know Michelle's in the exact same position of that because we're still projected to launch on the same day, lady. Did you know that? Like we're still- I did. I did. on, On target for the same day. Um, but the other piece is that, you know, I am working on my community and really building the community. There are some things that I am doing kind of on the backside, but right now I had to just pause that for a moment because I've been doing something else really big with my district and helping to contribute in that way. And while, you know, I do really love my community, I see it as both big opportunities to really support teachers in a really grand way, right? Yeah. And so I have this opportunity here with the district to be able to do some great things. And so I'm focusing on that a little bit more because, you know, I'm in the trenches in there and it's like, I see the need, I see it. And now I'm like, oh, okay, I can make a difference here. Yeah. Um. And so right now the community is kind of paused, but I'm still putting up resources. One thing I am so proud of, Lady, is that I've been launching decodable resources. So one of the biggest things that we've been seeing is that kids don't know how to read in upper elementary, right? They're really, really struggling. And so I hired a writer who is helping me to write some decodables for different vowel teams. And so I'm putting up the resources, the professional development for that. So that's getting posted and we're getting closer to getting to the end point on that. Um, Another thing that we started doing is launching more of those anchors. So we're putting in more unpacking anchor standard series. I'm meeting actually with the community tonight. We're doing like a hot seat Zoom chat type situation, very laid back kind of thing. But yeah, I mean, I I am taking some steps, but right now it's kind of slowing down a little bit and I'm sure it'll speed back up once I have more time. Yeah, and I think you brought on a good point of there are things now that you're working on with your district that maybe you didn't see coming. And I think it's okay for these visions of what we had for the year to shift sometimes. Yeah. You know, for sure. So personally, (laughs) I do think I'm less stagnant. Um, so far this year, Uh, I, (laughs) I've been having a lot more opportunities for professional development, which is exciting. And it is kind of this like new Avenue, even though I've done speaking things in the past, not at this volume and not at this level where I'm, I'm traveling more and, and just in, in totality, that's the word I'm looking for, for the year, just it's taking up a lot more of my time than it ever has in the past. 
And so I do think I'm kind of taking steps forward in that. I know I had mentioned like possibly building out my website as a resource, which is still on my horizon. Ironically, about, I don't know, a month ago, I had coffee with a girl that lives somewhat close to me who has followed me for a while. And um, we just kind of connected because she's also into like fitness and stuff. So we met for coffee and um, we're possibly like, I might kind of bring her on to like do some stuff for me with my website. Like I That's floated so it out as an idea, but, um, she has some other things going on in her life right now that she needs to sort through. So it's not happening like within the next month or two, it would be more like summer fall time, but I'm at least, you know, the wheels are moving a little bit. Right. <laughs> right. No, that's very exciting. All right. Are we going to move on to the next part, which was Lumi Projects? On. Oh, my gosh. Guys, this is the scariest one. OK, because the other one was like super big picture. Now yeah. we're in like three months. This was like the quarter one goals. <laughs> yeah. These were like the things we needed to get done immediately, essentially. Um, yeah. So let's just let's go one by one and we'll say okay. what we thought and then what the reality is. Starting okay, with let's teaching on the devil. I'm laughing Aww. because this was cute of us. We this said we cute. wanted to put out a new freebie and we put monthly planning insert. Nothing has happened with that. Absolutely nothing. nothing. But I did just write it down on I still have my brain dump from my project okay. from that yes. last episode. Um and I put on here monthly planning inserts. Now I'm not going to be able to work on that until like no. late March after my presentations, um, but I have it on the list and it did not make it onto the list before. So that's progress. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. See, and I agree. I think right now, again, it just goes back to that season of life that we're living in right now. And we've just been all over the like, guys, I think Michelle and I went like an entire week of not talking. Yeah. And it's not like it's not like she was on a trip. Or like, do you know what I mean? It wasn't something like that. It was just that we were both just so freaking busy yeah. that we were not talking very much because we were all over. Like I had set up a time and I was like, hey, I'm going to call you at this time if that's okay. And she's like, yep. And then I'm like, ah, I'm sorry, I can't call you actually. Like some things came up. Everything's just wild right now. Like we'll catch up whenever we can. Like it's just been crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that goes to show you, like we both have just kind of been in these, these elements of trying to, to knock stuff out and get it done. And, and it is what it is. Oh, so it is. that, that looming project is going to loom a little bit more, but it's fine. <laughs> uh, but Bridget, what about your looming project? Okay. So the, one of the things that I wanted to do was updating my new merch. Is that right? Looming projects, updating my new merch shop. That's what you had in there. Yeah, that's what I have in there. I'm like looking and I, for some reason my brain is not like calculating what's happening on this on this Google Doc over here. Um, it's been a long morning already, guys, but updating my new merch shop. So I have done that already. At this okay. point, I have updated my new merch shop. I found a company that was... Um, all about like they did like comfort colors, which y'all, mm. I love me some good comfort colors. And I love that they have like a variety of stuff. And so that is now available. If you want to go to the letterclassroom.com, you can go and check out the merch shop up there um, and get some get some good merch there for you. I have some things y'all and I love it. Like, it's so nice. I wear them all the time. And I am not typically one to wear like the T-shirts and the sweatshirts and things like that. But I love them. Love them. You know, what about you, lady. Well, real quick, you know, it's funny when Billy and I were in uh, Greece last 
I don't know, two years ago, whatever in October, I did not plan accordingly. And I, I was cold. So we ended up going into like a Mm -hmm. shop to get a sweatshirt. And I was looking at these sweatshirts and the guy who's at the cashier, he's like, Oh, those are comfort colors. And he's like, we're the only shop on the Island that sells like the comfort colors. And it was just funny because I thought of you. Um, I do love comfort colors. (laughs) Oh, they're so good. So my, my looming project, I had down planning for PD. And from my memory, we recorded, because this episode went up at the beginning of January, which means we recorded, we recorded it in it December. In December. Mm-hmm. And so I think the PD I was referring to at that time, because there have been now several, it was a PD that I did on like January 2nd, which obviously has now passed. So that, that right. got done. And I kind of waited until the last minute for that one. And so I was very stressed and I told Bridget, don't ever let me do that again. So actually with that same district, I have virtual ones that I'm doing at the end of February and the beginning of March, which again, will have already passed by the time that y'all listen to this. But currently it's February 19th. I finished those about a week ago. So those are also planned and ready to go. And then- I'm working on other PD. Wait a but second. So we're doing pretty good right now. I mean, the only thing that we didn't do was a new freebie. Yeah. And That's and it. obviously, like, it's easy to kind of push that to the side because it's like, it would be yes. nice to do, but it, it doesn't have to get done. So. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So you know what's um, funny is that my brain, when I was looking at this earlier, I went down to goals for next quarter. <laughs> oh, I That's why I, I gotcha. was super confused. Uh, somehow I just skipped all the looming projects. Okay. But now we're where my brain is. Okay. Well, that brings us then to the last part, which will be goals for the next three months, which again, we technically still have about have a, a month, month. And, and a little bit more in order to get yes. done. So. Our goal for quarter one for Teach on the Double, we literally all we wrote was new inserts slash stickers, question mark. I love it. I <laughs> love, I love us. that. Yeah, we were not even, we hadn't really decided. But um, yeah. once again, haven't really made a lot of progress with that, but we have time. We do have time. All the time in the world. <laughs> um, will it be a quarter one thing? No. Probably not. But will it be a, what would you call, so like if we broke the year into four month spans, so there were three groups, not a semester, because that typically is like a trimester. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe that kind of shifts to like a first trimester goal. I like trimester goals. Like we give ourselves through the end of April. Okay. Let's do that. I like that. We're just going to pivot a little bit. How about that? (laughs) Sounds good. So uh, um, one of the things that we did what I, that I worked on was my book launch. And I am so excited that I have the book launch. I offered a mini course. And within the mini course, there are five little mini videos with different free items that are there to support. Now, as you're probably listening to this, that has now gone away because that course is only available available for the end of February. However, there might be a new little opportunity um, to be able to grab the book, pre-order that, and then also have a chance to get into the mini course where there's going to be some new resources that are added to it. But I did that. And I also relaunched my Bridging Literacy community. However, I only did that through email. So I was kind of a lazy launch. Do you know what I mean? I didn't really I like that much. name. Lazy launch. It was a lazy launch, but I relaunched it and we got some new people, which I was very excited about. So we are currently welcoming them into the community and getting them kind of established with all the different things that are happening in there. 
Nice. So what I yeah. what I heard you say is that you met all of your goals for quarter one. I did. I okay. did meet all my goals. I mean, yes. So now the book launch one, I guess I have to say, I'm not fully done. But yeah. some of those kind of bleed into quarter two. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm doing a webinar um, that's going to be posted. And then another piece is that if you join the community, you have a chance to be a part of the book club. That's going to end up happening like a book discussion, but you have to be in the community to get that. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just doing that with my members. Um, But and those things are not done. Yeah. But that's kind of where I'm at. But again, it it bleeds into quarter two. So you have time for that. Um, So my goals for quarter three were kind of similar because I also have all the like book launch stuff. And then I also had PD because again, I knew that in quarter one, I had this big conference in Detroit, which, you know, we're recording these episodes. So if you listen to my project planning one, I think it was 167. I'm recording this like an hour later. So that has been planned out. I'm, I'm working on that. But I got the other PDs at the end of Uh, February and the beginning of March all planned out. So I've been making progress on that. And by the time that this goes up, I will already be done with it. And then in terms of book launch, similarly, it's going to bleed into quarter two, but I am happy to report that a lot of my incentives that I had in place for pre-orders are all done. So anyone who pre-ordered by the end of February, they get access to a recorded webinar, which is all done and loaded into place. I've even scheduled the emails to go out to people when they need to go out. They also get a free PDF checklist, which I also have done and scheduled and ready to go. And then they also get signed book plates, which is like a sticker that you can put in your book. So it becomes like an autographed copy. And I have been collecting like addresses. I've gotten out like 80% of them. I have like one last batch to do, but I'm waiting until the end of February so that I can like do them all at once. But I've made good good progress on that. Um, And then if you're listening to this, you can still pre-order between now and when the book actually releases, which as of right now, our release date is May 2nd. And if you pre-order now, you don't get the signed book plate or access to the launch party, but you can still get that free webinar and free PDF checklist. You just fill out the form on my website for the book, which is teaching not teaching. I almost said teach on the double. Firstclassteaching.com. Scroll down, you'll see a yellow section. You can submit your stuff there. And then when you submit it, you will get that um, those freebies. So like Bridget, I have still mm-hmm. some things to do like leading into the actual book launch, but a majority of like the heavy hitters are done. And I don't know yeah. about you, Bridget, but I feel much better oh, about it. <laughs> so much better. So much better about it. Am I invited to the launch party? Of course. You got to fill out the form. No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> no, just that would joking. be really cool for you to join in. Oh my gosh. I would love to come and just talk all the wonderful things about you. I have no idea how it's going to go because it's just going to be a big Zoom and like it could be a hot mess, but I want it just to be like fun. And yeah, um, I so <laughs> I have this vision with it. I, I don't drink alcohol like very, very rarely. I'll drink alcohol Never. like once a year. Um and I've never opened a bottle of champagne, but part of me wants to like Uh-oh. open. Maybe I'll do like just like sparkling cider. Maybe that's there what I'll go. do. That's that, it. That will be just much more that. me. Although you I might feel like practice that beforehand. Oh, no. That's part of the fun. You, you just figure oh, it out. Oh, dear Lord. She's going to shake it up and she's going to go, Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to record Joking. it outside. Um, <laughs> so overall, it seems like you and I and our personal lives are killing it. And We're then- killing it, Smalls. 
teach it on the double is where we're dropping the ball, which is That's funny because okay. we talk about juggling all of the balls um, and we're not juggling them very well right now. <laughs> no, but no. We're going to we're going to do better. We have time. That's that is we the do. theme of this episode. We do. Time and again, I think time. we set these goals as like big, big goals. Right. And, right. and so it is important for us to just kind of come back and we're reflecting just like we preach, you know, to everybody else on the podcast. We're reflecting on some of the things that we're doing really well and some of the things that we're not doing well. Yeah. And we're just reevaluating. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nobody saying that we have to have new stickers that are launched. Right. So we right. just have to look at the priorities and figure out, you know, what are those things that are going to be really important to us? And I think, you know, our books right now are really, really important to us. Yeah. And that's something that we want to grow. And I'm sorry, that takes precedent over stickers. I just, yeah. it just does. Yep. So hopefully you guys enjoyed wholeheartedly. it. Mm-hmm. I, I think this was a good episode though. It was nice to like revisit, figure out where we need to pivot, what we're doing yeah. well, like pat ourselves on the back a little bit too, because I think it's easy to always be looking at what's the next thing I need to do. And you don't yep. always take time to look at what you've done and what you've accomplished. Yeah. So we're killing it. We're killing us. It. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, we would love for you to head over to our website, teachingonthedouble.com. You can listen to our podcast episodes directly from there. You can submit a TSH for a chance to be featured in a future episode. If you are listening to our podcast episodes through like Apple or Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. That way, every time we drop a new episode on Thursday mornings, it will automatically download for you. And we would love for you to leave us a review because we do read them all. They bring big smiles to our faces and they help us get into the ears of so many other teachers. And until next time, be timely. Stay organized and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.